Hey everyone, what is going on? Hope y'all are doing well, and uh, welcome back to Project Describe. If you guys are enjoying the content so far, uh, remember you can always follow along on Instagram, at Project Describe, uh, just for more content in between episodes. Uh, but in the meantime, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Today I wanted to talk about something that we all do, uh, something that's pointless, and something that seems to just take up way too much of our time, uh, and that's worrying. Uh, so we'll look at that and why we really don't have good reason to do it. Uh, so I hope it encourages you. I hope it challenges you. And of course, I hope it pushes you uh, to ascribe to the Lord, the glory do his name. I remember several years ago, I was just hired on uh, at this company and uh, myself and you know the rest of our new hire group, we had just finished you know, taking these licensing exams, um, you know, took a lot of work, a lot of studying, a lot of preparation. Uh, but once we had completed these exams, you know, we obtained our licenses so that we could, you know, do the job that uh, that we were hired for. Uh, we were actually asked uh, and invited to speak to uh, the new new hire group uh, that was coming up behind us, right? And so they were getting ready to take the same, you know, licensing exams that our group had just completed. And so, you know, we went to them to kind of just offer some just some words of encouragement, you know, what to prepare for, what are some of the things that that we saw on the test. And something I remember uh, someone in my group mentioned that I still haven't forgotten, and this was, I don't know, maybe six, seven years ago, um, you know, after she was done kind of talking about her experience with the exams, what she saw, all that, uh, she said this, she said, you know, guys, worrying is like a rocking chair. Uh, it gives you something to do, but it get, doesn't get you anywhere. And I remember hearing that and thinking like, boy, if that doesn't preach a message, you know, uh, I just, I started thinking to myself, um, just, you know, what Jesus said about worrying, you know, which of you uh, by worrying can add a single hour to your life or in other translations, which of you by worrying could add a single cubit to your height, right? You know, we, we don't accomplish anything by worrying, or at least we don't accomplish anything, anything good. Uh, if, if we could, you know, add a cubit to our height by worrying, you know, we would all be Nephilim, we would be giants, um, you know, by the amount that, that we worry, but of course it, it doesn't accomplish anything. And so I remember, you know, after our little, you know, talk with that group, I, I asked her about it uh, afterwards just to let her know, or not asked her, I guess, just talked to her just to let her know that I appreciated that comment, uh, come to find out she was a Christian. Uh, but she was so, she was so right that by worrying, we don't add anything of value. We don't accomplish, accomplish anything that's, that's good, right? None of us wake up and have worrying on our to-do list, right? So today from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m., you know, I'm scheduled to uh, worry from, you know, uh, worry about this and from 12 to, right? None of us do that. Right? No one wakes up planning to worry. You know, we know it doesn't really accomplish anything good. And Jesus, of course, tells us don't do it. Yet here we are, though, still worrying. Right? And, and now it, it, it kind of feels like we worry more now than we ever have before. And so I want to share something that, um, that just, yeah, really encourage, encourages me, you know, whenever I kind of find myself stressing. And so hopefully this will, yeah, just encourage, encourage us to, to stop worrying so much. But even more than that, beyond that, to pray, right? To cast our anxieties upon our Heavenly Father because He cares for us. That if worrying doesn't accomplish anything good, then let's do something in, in its place that does accomplish something really good. And so we can go to our Heavenly Father, cast our cares upon Him, because He cares for us. Jesus says this 
in, in Luke chapter 12, he says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Very famous passage. You know, we, we hear it quoted a lot, especially when we're talking about worrying and, and not doing it and, and seeking first God's kingdom and letting him take care, take care of the rest. But something I really appreciate about what Jesus teaches here is his comparison to the birds and specifically here in Luke's gospel uh, to the raven. You know, and he tells his disciples that he's speaking to and he tells us now to consider them. And something that I really love about the Bible is the Bible can really teach the Bible. And so even the Bible has something to say about the raven. Way back in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 14, uh, you know, when the laws is, is being read and introduced, you know, to, to Israel, uh, within the law, there's distinctions made between animals that are considered clean and unclean. Um, you know, animals that you can that you can touch, that you can eat, and animals that would be considered detestable uh, if you touched or if you ate. You know, they, it would make you ceremonially ceremonially unclean. The raven is considered unclean. G, uh, the The Lord says this, uh, or the law says this: says, "Do not eat any detestable thing." These are the animals that you may eat, and then it goes. It begins to list the animals that are that are good. Later on in Deuteronomy fourteen verse eleven, it then begins to talk about the birds says, you may eat any clean bird, but these you may not eat. The eagle, the vulture, the black vulture, the red kite, the black kite, any kind of falcon, any kind of raven, the horned owl, screeched owl, and it goes on listing the other birds uh, that are considered unclean uh, and something that would be detestable for the Israelites to eat. So here within God's law, way back even in, from the beginning, God's law announces that the raven is detestable and unclean. In Proverbs chapter 30, uh, verse 17, uh, it says, The eye that mocks a father, that scorns an aged mother, will be pecked out by the ravens of the valley. And so, of course, this, this is a proverb more talking about, you know, honoring your father and mother and why, you know, that's, it's a good thing to do that. But even within that proverb, we get insight into the raven. Uh, something I looked up was, you know, just uh, kind of learning a little bit about the raven. The raven doesn't have, you know, the sharpest of beaks from amongst all the birds, right? So it doesn't have the sharpest, doesn't have the dullest, but it doesn't have the sharpest beak. And so when it's eating, uh, it prefers parts of an animal or parts of food, you know, that are that are a little bit softer, easier to kind of tear through. And so what's one of the parts of, a, of an animal or of a person, <laughs> according to the proverb, that's the softest and would be easiest for the raven to, to go after would be the eye. So here's this, this animal, it's considered unclean, uh, detestable, according to God's law, has no issue pecking out eyes, you know, if, if, it's, if it's hungry, if it needs to eat something. Yet according to, you know, what Jesus says in Luke and what uh, Psalm 147 confirms, Psalm 147 verse 9, it says, He provides food for the young ravens when they call. The Lord provides food for the young ravens when they call. So the young raven calls and God responds with provision. Or put another way, the young raven asks and he receives. 
The young raven, who is detestable, unclean, asks and receives. The young raven that will, that will peck out your eyes asks and receives. Does he know who he's asking? Does, does the young raven know God? Does the young raven you know, know that it's, it's God providing for him? I don't think so. Pretty sure he doesn't. Yet he asks and he receives. He's considered unclean and detestable. God still cares for him, provides for him. And Jesus says it back in Luke, aren't you so much more valuable than they? Aren't you so much more than the birds? If that's the case, you know, that the, the unclean raven, the detestable raven, asks and receives, the young, the young raven calls, God hears and responds to the call of the raven, would not God hear and respond to the cries of his own children, to the needs of his own children? To the needs of his people. You know, when Jesus came on earth, I, I don't think he, he came to live amongst the ravens, right? To preach the good news to the ravens. You know, when he was on the cross and he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I don't think he was talking about the raven. But the fact still remains. The young raven calls. The young raven receives. The raven has no storehouse, no barn, yet God feeds them, provides for them, cares for them. How much more valuable are you and I, children of God? So when we think about it that way, when Jesus tells us to, to consider the ravens, and when we, when we do that, when we literally consider the ravens, we quickly see why Jesus tells us, don't worry. Why it doesn't make any sense to worry. Why worrying really is a pointless activity. If the young raven is provided for, if the raven is cared for, who has no storehouse, no barn, yet God hears and responds to their cries, we can rest assured God hears us. God sees us, right? If he, if he sees the raven, would God not see us? No, he's El Roi, he's the God who sees me. So he, he hears me, he sees me, and he says, these are his words, not mine, I'm much more valuable than the raven. I'm much more valuable than birds. That's the truth. And because of that, I don't have to worry. If the raven is cared for, I can rest assured I'm cared for. If the raven is provided for, God will provide for me. If God sees the raven, I know God sees me. If God hears the raven, I know God hears me, right? There's, there's no point in worrying. God cares for us. God sees us. He knows us. He hears us. And he calls us valuable, so much more valuable than the birds. Worrying accomplishes nothing, nothing good. So why do it? So instead of doing that, or, or the moment that we kind of feel worry and, and anxiety and, and, you know, just stress from everyday life, kind of, you know, kind of building up in an, in an unhealthy way, why don't we then turn to the Lord who says, you are so much more valuable than the raven, who has placed his very Holy Spirit within us, who, by, by which that Holy Spirit, we can come before him, cry out, Abba, Father, 
here are my needs. In that same psalm where it says, you know, the Lord provides food for the young ravens when they call, uh, later on in, uh, so, so it's Psalm 147 verse 11, it says, the Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. The Lord delights in those who would put their hope in his unfailing love. So let's put worry aside. Not even necessarily put it aside, you know, not to say, you know, let's pretend that we're not going through something. I don't mean it like that. But let's take worry instead of dwelling on it and, and being in that quote-unquote rocking chair, right? We're, we're doing the worrying, but it's not getting us anywhere. Rather than that, let's take that to him. Say, Lord, here's my situation. But I'm going to put my hope in your unfailing love. I know that you're a God who loves me. I know that you're a God who sees me. I know that you're a God who hears me. I know that you're a God who says, I am so much more valuable than ravens. And because I've seen you take care of the raven, because I see it in your word, I see it in everyday life, because I see you take care of the rest of your creation, I know you will take care of me, your child. that wraps up episode number three of Project Describe. Uh, man, I just uh, can't thank y'all enough just for all the encouragement that y'all have been giving me. Uh, it really has been amazing. Um, so I hope that today's episode has encouraged you, uh, you know, to worry less, pray more. You know, we've got a Father in Heaven who, who loves us, who knows us, who hears us. Uh, so spend time with Him. And as always, ascribe to Him the glory that's due His name. Till next time, fam.